Hello. Welcome. Welcome back to Send Him Off. My name is Sam and joining me, as always, is my ever-present podcasting partner, Alex. This is it. We, the end is in sight. We've made this it to the last end. One. We have. We've done it. We've done all 19. We're at the 20th. And not a bad way to finish because, well, we're doing Man United and Sam, who's joining us? We are joined once again, a returning guest. We are delighted to welcome back comedian and Man United fan, which is why he's here today. Ishan Akbar. Ishan. Thank you so much for coming back. How's things? Well, look, thank you so much for having me. I'm very happy, and I'm especially happy that you saved the best till last. Because, of course. Because we're winning the lot. That's what's happening. We're winning the lot. <laughs> we told <laughs> you he was a comedian, didn't we? Chasing, uh... We told you he was a comedian. <laughs> there we are. Lovely. Uh, when you say winning the lot, that means Europa League, yeah? The, yeah, yeah, everything. Whatever we're in for, we're winning it. <laughs> the quintuple is on. So <laughs> um season of transition really this season yeah. i think a lot of change um last year if you can sum it up in a couple of words how would you sum it up <laughs> uh difficult right tepid <laughs> and uh almost losing all hope <laughs> okay almost. right just almost, almost. not quite this is, this is manchester united we're talking about one of the biggest clubs in the world you know things after every long night, the sun rises, or some other Japanese proverb about positivity. <laughs> I don't know, but um, yeah, it was. I think I said the last time I was on, I felt like Ragnik got away with it a bit. I feel mm-hmm. like he, okay. yeah, sure, he exposed the problems that Jose had told us about, but he wasn't very good at being a manager, was he? Well, uh, I was quite interested to see that he had obviously done his stint as a manager, then. He had made his way up to the, you know, into the hierarchy of United, and him, then yeah. left. Yeah. He decided he doesn't want to be a part of that anymore. Yeah, I think, I think, I think he realised that, that there wasn't a good feeling around him, around the club. Really, it was just look. I don't doubt that he's a good technician, and he's influenced a lot of managers that we regard as amongst the best in the world at the moment. That 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 might be true, but I think for Manchester United, he probably wasn't the right fit, his style. And also the time has changed, you know, players, I don't know whether a Sir Alex Ferguson type of figure would work in today's modern game where the players earn so much more than you do and, you know, have all this taste. I don't know. We're, we're dealing with hypotheticals, but nevertheless, um, it was a difficult season. And also I think it slightly showed that Solskjaer wasn't quite the mug he was because you don't just finish second and third in the Premier League on just vibes. <laughs> okay. Do you know what right. I mean? You can't just yeah. vibe your way to a top yeah. three finish in the Premier League. So, um, uh, not that I wanted Solskjaer to stay, but uh, it is an interesting start to a brand new season for Manchester United, and the preseason has been encouraging. Yeah. New, okay. uh, I just want to ask one question. Uh, come the end of the transfer window, will Cristiano Ronaldo still be a Manchester United footballer? Yeah, I think he will be. I think he will Can be. Can I, I ask? Oh, go on, sorry, carry on. I was going to say, I think it will be. And I think, um, I think slightly the stories have come because Manchester United weren't particularly busy in the transfer window. So people have just not decided to make up. Look, on paper, it makes sense that Ronaldo wants to play in the Champions League. He's got maybe two, maybe three years left in his legs. And he's like, well, I don't want to waste any of that. Um, but I think he will honour his contract at the very least. And he'll stay. So, with that being said, 
my follow-up question is, do you want Cristiano Ronaldo to be a Manchester United player? Yeah, of course I do. Of course I do. Okay. I want him to be a Manchester United player. Um, sure, uh, the early the pre-season matches have shown that what Solskjaer had initially planned kind of should have been the thing we stuck with, which is a Martial, Rashford and Sancho top three, a bit fluid, a bit more dynamic. Uh, but Cristiano Ronaldo was arguably our best player last season. And when the going gets tough, you want a player like that. And hopefully under Ten Hag, he'll have found a manager who understands the importance of having excellence at the football club. I mean, some of the videos I've seen have been great. When a Dutchman, when someone in a Dutch accent tells you you're rubbish, it's great. <laughs> I think uh, I saw that video actually. You screamed yeah. at that minute, yeah. Zidane, what are you doing? You're rubbish. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, I think I think he'll stay, and I think that. I I have faith in Ten Hag. I think Ten Hag will understand how best to use him. Okay, sure. In terms of transfer window business, then, um, if you could rate it one to ten, how would you uh, how would you rate United's business? Not just incomings, but outgoings as well. I think the outgoings have been probably a good solid seven or eight. Yeah. Um, I think Pogba and Lingard needed needed to go. Uh, especially they're the, they're the big ones. Um, I think that recruitment in has been pretty good. Um, I, I, I still think that position of that holding midfielder is missing, that midfield enforcer. Right. Here's something that I'm, I was perplexed about the whole entire time Pogba was at United. Why did they play him as a number six? Why did they play him as a defensive player for as long as they did when he's quite clearly an attacking midfielder? The thing with Paul Pogba, he's such a mercurial talent. You expect that he's able to do everything across any part of the midfield. He was used poorly, but he also didn't stamp his authority yeah. enough to justify him being in any other position. I mean, when Fernandes was signed, he not only hit the ground running, he had some of the best performances we'd seen in a Manchester United from a Manchester United midfielder in quite a few years. He stamped his authority. So Pogba kept getting played. I think they wanted to make him a quarterback. Yeah, there yeah. was this, and his distribution is fantastic. I have seen videos of him, and his, his ball playing is fantastic. Yeah, absolutely but... phenomenal. And so that's, I think they wanted to make him a free role player in that quarterback position. But unfortunately, the rest of the team wasn't playing in the same way. Mm. And, you know, the reason he was so successful at Juventus was because the team played the way that he he needed, and that wasn't happening at Old Trafford for him at all. Um, but we move on. We've got Christian Eriksen now. Um, which, you know, I don't want to make any heart attack jokes. But <laughs> they don't. They don't. <laughs> I won't. But you know, that's fine. Go for it. <laughs> I'm just hoping that all the medical staff are like, yeah, he's he's fine. <laughs> I, I think he probably is, though. I mean, like with Brentford last year, he looked pretty sharp. So yeah, but he's not. We're talking about heart him, attack, Sam. Your screen has suddenly gone very bright. So. I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> the sun. The sun has yeah. just come out. So I, my lighting is horrific. But never mind. Too late now to get up and close them. Yeah. Down. But, you know, <laughs> in terms of the transfer, though, the big transfer happened today. May United signed Benny McCarthy, the guy who uh, we signed him as a coach, an attacking coach, but he was the guy who knocked us out of the Champions League when he played for Porto under Jose Mourinho. Didn't as Benny McCarthy play for Portsmouth? Oh, Blackburn. Yeah, Black I think yeah. he, he played for Blackburn Port. afterwards, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember Benny McCarthy. He was a big... Peak Barkley's he was. 
Yes, he was. And so yeah. he, uh, he's just signed for us today as our attacking coach. Um, I, I, ne- I never thought I'd see the day when Benny McCarthy was coaching Cristiano Ronaldo. I was about to say next. that. If, if you were wondering if Cristiano Ronaldo could get any better, <laughs> say no more. Benny McCarthy's coming to save the day. Benny McCarthy um, is the one. Right. What do we have? Uh, we've had some key players. What about some underrated players in that Man United team, if there are any? Like, Is there any that... like? from a non-Manchester United point of view, we might not lock up, but you'll say, look, keep an eye on this guy because he does a lot of, you know, unsung hero work. I, I think the big one there is Fred. I think last season, among alongside Ronaldo, Fred turned out to be one of those players that you begin to appreciate when the going gets tough. And sometimes it could be argued that he he's part of the reason the going gets tough. But I think <laughs> that he, last season, proved himself to be someone who is dedicated, is committed, he's good on the turn, He's got quick feet. He should never take a shot, no matter who's kidnapped his family. No one <laughs> should just say, look, I can't, I can't shoot, so just kill them. Because <laughs> I, can't, I don't know what I'm doing. So please, Fred should not take a shot in his life. But I think he'll be... I actually think it'll be a very important part in um, Ten Hag's plans. Uh, I've been excited to see... You know, every preseason there's always the excitement about the younger players, but... People like Zidanek Bal, I'm very excited to see. I think he's made a pretty good impression in pre-season. Um, and Ten Hag likes him. Um, those two I'm looking forward to. Am I once again falling in love with a pre-season anti-martial? Yes, I am. <laughs> yes, I am. Can Tony what Marshall can turn up this <laughs> season? Um, he's still only, what, in his mid-twenties? Something like that, yeah. He's if he's been around for years, yeah. Yeah, it's like 25, 26, so... Maybe now he hits his peak, you know. Uh, who, who, Maybe. who knows? <laughs> this is where the Ballon d'Or clause in the contract yeah, comes good. Finally. Absolutely. And suddenly, it doesn't look so ridiculous, but he has looked, <laughs> he has looked pretty good in pre-season. Um, I'm excited to see what he does. Uh, and Martinez, you know, he, he seems like an unknown quantity and everyone's having a go about his height. But this guy, I think, has got that kind of rage of Vidic, which we've missed for a long time. Someone at the back who will just, no matter what the height difference is, will, will pick a fight with you. And um, I, 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 I've wanted to play like that for a long time. Yeah, sure. I like that. Uh, bit, bit Napoleon complex. Yeah. <laughs> Napoleon complex, yeah. I rate it. You need one of them. You need at least one player in your, ta- in your team with that, I think. 100%. Um, <laughs> Flipping heck. Worse. Uh, Right, I think you're so trying to point the finger somewhere. Last season. <laughs> huh? I thought you were trying to point the finger somewhere. Like where? I don't know. Within within the dynamic of the podcast. I was like, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Who, who's most likely to have a Napoleon complex? It's not me because I'm Sam. massive. Sam. Probably me, to be honest. Is really? How, how tall are you? 5'11". I'm not even sure. He's, he's not short. He's not <laughs> short, <laughs> but... No, but he's... Mentally, I am. <laughs> he's got bite. How tall, are, how tall are you? Um, we're roughly about the same height, to be honest. Sam's probably got a few centimetres on me, to be honest. Not that I want to admit really? that, you know, on a All podcast right. that's going to be on YouTube forever and ever. Yeah. You know, but whatever. Yeah. Anyway, should we <laughs> move on? Yeah, should we move on, please? Um, Thank you. Where, where, so sixth place finished last year. Um, pretty all-round a poor season, really. Um, what would you be happy with this year? Is no, it- I'm going to ask just one question. Just one question before, because we got it here in our notes. Because you, you described last season as tepid. and What's different this year? I think Ten Hag is a big difference. Okay. Um, he, 
What I like about Ten Hag is because he's Dutch, he's kind of a bit emotionless, but not in the way that Ragnik is. Ragnik okay. is kind of like Ten Hag. Ragnik is just German, right? So he just that's not a thing that he does. Whereas with Ten Hag, he understands emotions, but he it plays no part in the things that he's he's doing. Um, the early season, some of the transitions I've seen, some of the some of the the way that we've played, some of the moves we've made, hasn't been something we've seen for a long time at Manchester United. So I'm excited about that. I think there is there seems to be a good feeling around the club, like the sun seems to be shining on Carrington, and I think like Malassia, for example, he's got that everything about him of always smiling, having a laugh, having a joke. And we need characters like that in in the dressing room. So I think that the winds are slowly changing, and I think it's not going to be as tepid. He's the okay. smiliest man I've ever seen. <laughs> Malassia. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's just always smiling. Oh, it's like Dwight. Yeah. Do you remember when Dwight York? Dwight York. Dwight always York. Yeah. Nonstop smile. I mean, apparently, Dwight York was smiling that much because he's got he's got a massive dick. <laughs> <laughs> Who wouldn't smile? Though? Who yeah, wouldn't? Like, oh, yeah. You just be around, walking around beaming, wouldn't you? You're like. A top Premier League goal scorer, a Champions League winner, and you've got a massive schlong. <laughs> Why wouldn't you be smiling all the time? Smile with Dwight York. There we uh, are. Um, there we go. Well, if you're like... ever wondering why Dwight York was uh, so, so happy, yeah. he can't Apparently, it. Apparently it was him, him and Dion Dublin were the guys who packed. John Watson <laughs> actually once said, Dion Dublin walked out of the dressing room and just absolutely tripped over the whole place out. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like that Gaza story. You're going to have like a Gaza story for us now where he was old. Who was it? Um, Sam, you know that story. Les Ferdinand's old... old boy. Have you really? heard that story? No. You uh, must have heard that story. Oh, go on. We, go ahead, we go on, on, go on, on time around. for it now. It's fantastic. Yeah. Go and have a watch on YouTube. It's Gaza telling a story about before he right. played England games with Les Anyway, let's move on because Schlong's I don't want to talk aside. about Schlong's Winkies aside. for too long. Um, yeah. <laughs> what would you be happy with uh, this season, Isha? I think there's two things I'm looking for. One, a fairly comfortable top four finish. Okay. And two, for teams not to think of us as a joke. I don't. We were quickly becoming the Arsenal of the Premier League. But for teams to be like, oh, we don't want to play United. Because this happened with Solskjaer for a bit. Which is, you knew we'd score. Even if we went a goal down, you knew United were going to score a goal from somewhere. And that gave us belief and it gave the team a bit of fear. I want teams to be scared of coming to Old Trafford okay. again, you know. Um, and so those are, those are the three things I'm kind of looking for. But position-wise, I think a comfortable top four. I think Spurs have really strengthened this year. Um, City and Liverpool are kind of, of course, they're going to be there. They're the, they're the main contenders. Chelsea, kind of an unknown entity because mm. uh, they're a bit all over the place. And Newcastle, I mean, probably out long, long shot. Um, but I think United should be absolutely be aiming for a comfortable top four finish. Interesting. And mm. Europa League, nice run, looking to win it. Nice run, looking to win it. I think that um, Ten Hag is going to put getting into the Champions League as his number one priority. If we get a good run in the Europa League, great. I know that he knows that he'll get a lot of flack if we don't win it. Or if we get knocked out by some, you know, Latvian team or something. But I think Ten Hag's number one priority is consolidate our position in the Premier League. Yeah, I think that's got to okay. be the priority this year. Yeah, it has to um, be. Yeah. If yeah. not this season, the next season for sure, because we haven't really tipped United to do, you know, unbelievably well. We've we've chucked them in at seventh below West Ham, 
Wow, you wowzers. Yeah. All right. Look, we... I'm, I'm we not, I'm not sold. I'm not we sold. We aren't sure. I I, personally, I think if if I, I I want to be proven wrong, I, I do. I actually want to be proven wrong. I do. Don't I think I do. Because I think if I'm proven wrong with that seventh place finish, even sixth or seventh, Ten Hag is a far better coach than I've ever given him credit for. I'm not right. saying he's a bad coach at all, but I look at the signings that have come in and I think that the signings alone aren't enough for me to completely change. Realistically, everything. the only person who's going to be able to change our position or what we think about where my is going to finish is Cristiano Ronaldo. He's going to be the difference. I, so I, just... I think I think my opinion might change if, if Frankie Dion comes in. Well, I'm okay. Not, well, this is the thing. Now, when Ten Hag came in, he said, this is a side that finished second in the Premier League last year, by the way. Yeah. When he, when okay. he was in. So the squad is young. Your Rashfords, your Sancho's, your Martial's, um, they're young and they're a core part of our attacking threat. The players he's brought in, Fernandez can be absolutely world-class on his day. He did pretty well last season. I think Ten Hag really believes in the core. I think Martinez coming in will strengthen that defence because Maguire is... I don't know what he thinks about Maguire yet at the moment. But Ten Hag, when he came in, he said, look, this side finished second, and there's a reason they finished second. They're not all mugs. He's... One thing I've appreciated, he's willing to build around that existing squad. I don't I don't want Frankie de Jong. That's I, interesting. I'm more than happy for Frankie de Jong not to come because if it's true that he didn't want to come in the first place, I don't want that. You know, yeah. doesn't, doesn't matter. Manchester United will work it out. Um, and with the addition of Martinez and Ericsson, particularly from a squad perspective, Ronaldo neither here nor there. I just think that Ten Hag has shown that he believes in this squad that's already there. And that's what gives me confidence we'll finish top four. I'm, I'm, okay. I hope I'm proven wrong. We're, we're gonna, we're, I, it's going to be the Chris Reeve situation again. We're going to get sucked in yeah, and before we know Manchester going to be second. Yeah. Now, like we did. Yeah. We've said this a few times this year. Last year, Isham, when we've done these, um, our Norwich representative, who's a lovely gentleman named Chris Reeve, who does talk Norwich City, um, he was, I, uh, he was like, I firmly believe Norwich is staying up. I, I know like, Norwich is staying up. Yeah. Don't just believe me, they'll stay up, we'll finish well. Yeah, we were like, finished, yeah, we're like, they're going to finish. Like, yeah, do you know what? I think Norwich is staying up. I think Norwich is yeah. staying up, guys. And like, rock bottom. So we haven't allowed ourselves to be duped this year. To yeah. be conv- um, yeah, convinced by my argument. <laughs> maybe. We'll see. I'm getting we'll see. there. I am getting there, but I yeah. don't want to repeat the last year. So um, we'll see. <laughs> so is is that your prediction then? Are you putting, yeah. would you like to put a number on it? Let's chuck a number and each and half our prediction. I think we'll finish fourth. Fourth. Okay. That's only was... if Spurs don't get Spursy. Because Spurs, <laughs> I think, are the ones, you know, they've got Conti, they've got a very good squad. They look like they mean business this year. So, pending Spurs not being Spursy, United will finish fourth. If Spurs do end up being Spursy, which I hope they will, we'll finish third. I think that's my new favourite verb, to be Spursy. Yeah, yeah. I quite like that. Nice. Um, so okay, so we're gonna say who's winning it? Just just purely because I want to know your top four. Number one, one one of the other, isn't it? It's one or the other. One or the other. There we are. City Liverpool. As, as a United fan, that's asking, would you rather lose your left foot, your right foot, really? Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Let's right. just say one or the other for top. Two. One or the other. Uh, three. 
saying Spurs. Fair enough. Four, and United. United. And then fifth? Chelsea. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. There we are. We'll there see. Arsenal are in it. Sixth. Oh. Six might be Arsenal or Newcastle. West Ham? Seventh. There we are. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. So, okay. We'll see. We will it. see. Well, there we are. That uh, that concludes our our preseason previews this year. That we, is. We've actually that's, managed that's, it, Al. Can you believe it? We've done it. Yeah. Come we've on, Reds, he says. We've done it. Ishan, uh, right. thank you so much for joining us again, mate. Always a pleasure chatting to you. Do you want to uh, tell people where they can find you on social media, where they might be able to come see you on tour? Yeah, go to ishanakbar.com. All my tour tickets are on sale now. Uh, I promise you, uh, on stage, I don't shithouse Liverpool as much as I do <laughs> on Twitter. But there are loads of Liverpool fans who still love me because I know I'm a funny comedian. I just fucking hate Liverpool. <laughs> uh, so com, all my tour dates, I'm all over the country. I know I'm not in Wales yet, but keep keep your eyes open. You know, there may Come well on. be a, another date added. So, yeah. Okay. Swansea's a lovely place. Swansea's a lovely place. They can yeah. find you on Twitter, Instagram. Yeah, at Ishan Akbar, um, all those places. There we are. Awesome. Lovely stuff. So, yeah. Well, and thank that's you for joining done. us, Ishan and uh, Alex. We, we can go for a well-earned rest. Yeah, let's pint. go and play some pool later. Yeah, we'll go play we? some pool now and uh, awesome. chill. Well, uh, yeah, thank you guys. We'll see you now in the regular season. Um, I don't know what we've got planned next. Who knows? But to it's, be honest, it's these have just been normal, in my mind fully for about a month. Yeah. So um, whatever's next is anybody's guess. So thank you for joining us. Enjoy opening weekend. Um, it's always a, a big old big old weekend uh, to behold. So uh, we'll see you next time. And uh, thanks for listening. Ta-da. Take care.